Hello and welcome to the Debrief Podcast with me, Stevie. And me, Tessa Coates. Saying her full name when at the When Tessa top. sings, she pronounces her name Tessa Coates. Coates. <laughs> and how do you pronounce my name, my full name, when you're singing? Stevie Martin. Stevie Martin. You've got to get those, the <laughs> AR Martin. together. So this week's podcast, we've kind of combined uh, a few people's suggestions. Namely, um, Elise and Scarlett, who've asked us to do something about um, CVs, job interviews, basically work-based things, because it's a minefield. And we've done a couple of like careersy ones. So we thought we'd like focus on CVs and job interviews. Me, me and Desiree have had a lot of different jobs, uh, not necessarily that being a good thing, but we've certainly written a lot of CVs. And also I worked at... Um, uh, gothinkbig.co.uk for years, which is a careers advice website. And I used to write all the articles about like CV tips and things like that. So it's actually right up our alley, it's guys. It's so up our alley. Absolutely. Too, Couldn't uh, be more up our alley. I was right at the end of the alley. The alley's a dead end. Oh, is it? Yeah, and at the end is a CV. We're right at the pointing out all the things on the CV. Yes. So we're going to like totally whip through some tips and hopefully by the end of it, you'll have a better idea of how, what to put on your curriculum of vitae. Mm. Um, or the job interview. <laughs> I don't know what that is in Latin. No, I, I mean, I don't know what I'm thinking because I literally don't. What's the most adult thing that you've done this week? Oh, mine's very good. Okay. Mine is that a friend sent us both this Oh, I didn't get Gmail. it. Gmail. Yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say... Oh, I didn't get it. Just get you don't know what it is yet? No, I don't. Um, this, Google, this Gmail oh, uh, yes. add-on. Oh, yeah. So in... I've been using it as well. It's if so good. If you have um, Gmail, but I think if you have any... Mail. Mail thing, you can get it. You go to your settings and you... There's actually quite a few in there. I've not explored the other ones because... Oh, like add-ons. Add-ons. Oh. There are ways like, you know, you can do a funky signature or you can put your uh, put your keyboard into a different... Uh, you can do different fonts or different pictures okay. or stuff like that. Anyway, one of these is called Just Not Sorry. And what it does is when you are typing an email, it it calls you up on putting in the classic... I'm so sorry. That, I just sorry. Uh, I just wondering. To, so um, um, it, it sort of underlines it, and it tells you not to put it in. So it's good. it's honestly changed my life. I'm, I've got it up. Stevie, start an email to somebody that you would in a classic way. Hey, Louise. I was just wondering if you'd received the copy. I'm really sorry for chasing. I just wanted to see if I could get paid before my <laughs> rent is due. Which is today. Great. S- sorry. Lots of love. Stevie. P.S. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm going to put an exclamation mark because that's yeah. classic to show that you're like... Sorry! I'm, I'm cool with it though. Okay. So you hover over it. Yeah. A little box pops up and it says, Just demeans what you have to say. Just shrinks your power. It's time to say goodbye to the justs. Oh, wow. Bloody hell. Unless the name of the person that you're emailing is like, Louise Just. In which case, for keep God's it in, sake, keep, keep it in. in. I'm just going to see what sorry is. Hang on. Using sorry frequently undermines your gravitas and makes you appear unfit for leadership. Oh, what are we doing as women? What are we doing? Honestly, having to take these out and just look at it like a, a statement of fact has been amazing. Yeah. Um, Congratulations, that's a really good one. Uh, sort of. This qualifier weakens the message as well as the authority of the writer. When you hear that, you say back to the computer, well, I am just sort of asking. It's just mm. a sort of idea. And it's like, forget it. Why would no. you say your idea if it's just sort of an idea? This is my idea. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, what's, your, what's your grown-up thing? 
when you do a bank transfer online and it asks okay. you to put a reference uh, word in, that reference word isn't just a fun word for yourself. Because I kept for my whole life I've been putting fun words in or just leaving it blank. And then whenever I've put fun words in and I've looked at my bank statement, it's like, it doesn't come up on my bank statement. That's annoying. And then uh, maybe it's just my app and I've continued to, to do that. And until like my dad quite rightly was like, can you put normal things when you transfer me that money every month? Because I honestly don't know what it's for or who it is rather than, I don't know, something rude. <laughs> Constantly <laughs> putting think, rude things. Yeah. Like, went to a brothel. Ah! It's like that, no one needs to have that. I used to put all the sex. Oh, Constantly. I put all the sex quite a lot. What's this money uni? for? All the all sex. sex. Yeah, I did. I, I went through a period, period of time of like yeah. Thai massage. That was the thing that I kept putting on. What, yeah, um, we were a real like seven-year-old boy humor about yeah. it. I Eggs. think it's because if somebody <laughs> offers you a option, yeah, you will write something funny. Yeah, well, like um, when I went to the Edinburgh Festival, you book tickets for shows through this website, and you have to like sign up to to the website. So that when you get your tickets, it prints out your name and your address. So obviously, it gave me it, well, it gave me the the um, the option to be a lord. So obviously, I was obviously Lord Stevie lord. Martin. Um, my I'm Captain Stevie Martin. Some and another Virgin theater. Atlantic. Think I'm a Duchess. Of course you are, and of course they do. They, um, they actually it's them me. being stupid, but so but actually the bank aren't being stupid by doing that. They're literally giving you the option to tell the other person on their statement what the money is, so that they know when they're going through it. And like the amount of times I've gone through through a bank, and I've gone. Oh, what's like? I can't think of the money is. on Thai massage again. Yeah, and yeah. I think you get to a point where you're like, it would be more helpful. It would be more if helpful I to just do it said What that was? Yeah, helpful for everyone. I put uh, when I first started going out with my boyfriend, and I had owed him some money. I put um, hot fit girl. Uh, as the as the reference, and then uh, when I transferred money to my dad, because it comes up with with like the last thing you put in, so I transferred 150 pounds to my dad with a hot fit girl. <laughs> Maybe that's why he was like, "Can you please, please put it?" For that was probably the catalyst for being like, "Stop <laughs> yeah. this for all the sex." Thanks, Dad. Also, my dad does listen. Hey, Dad. Um, sorry, and thanks for making me more of an adult. Right, that's that. Actually, this is a very adult a podcast episode because we're talking about. CVs and job interviews. Should we alternate tips and then like discuss? Certainly. Please shall go we, first. Shall we go in order? So let's write, let's write our CV first. I think it's then important. we're going to get a job interview. Oh, mama. Oh, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Go on then. <laughs> oh, right. I was saying okay. CV that I went through a phase early on in which I sort of learned about how to write a CV. And then I tried to write one for Harry Potter, his own CV. And uh, so that I could then put it on the internet for other people to learn from. Ah, I see. Uh, when Tessa actually told me, she went, her story was, I thought I'd write a CV template in the style of, of Harry Potter and then stop there. And I was like, and who asked you to yeah. do that? She's <laughs> like, no one. No but one I understand did. what you mean, though, because it was going to be for the internet, like to put on the internet. Yeah. That's like a really fun way of doing it. I, I did one, I used to do... When but I, I didn't have like, a job. Anyway, well, I looked up Harry Potter TV to see if, since oh, since okay. my idea five years ago. Has it? Obviously, people have done it. It's all over Pinterest. God. There's one on Reddit, and then people are discussing it. And they said that in his skills and experience, it says, like, um, defeated all the Horcruxes. Personal skill is, like, was a Horcrux or something. Right. And then people on Reddit have discussed it and said, actually, he wouldn't put that on his CV. No. Because being a Horcrux is very secret. Yeah. And uh, so point. he wouldn't want to get it at that information out there. And also, good good to extrapolate the fact that you do have to put like very personal things you don't have to put the fact that you're a horcrux <laughs> on your CV 
<laughs> bit much, no, that isn't is, it? That is crucial. Yeah. That is crucial. That, because that's probably the people... thing. I'm, I'm a lucid dreamer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think when people make these things for Harry Potter, like yeah. some of it is correct, like his education yeah, and you yeah. know, how owls many owls he got and all that. Very good. First order of Merlin or whatever. Yeah. But then in the skills thing or experience, what they do is just put everything they know from the book yes. by date in. And actually, those no. are not useful things. But that's what people do with actual CVs. Yeah, exactly. Just put in all the stuff you've ever yeah, done. Yeah, you put because you get you panic. Um, I'm saying this from the stuff that people would mm-hmm. ask us to do when I worked at a career site. But also, my sister had to write um, uh, a CV recently. She got she got the job. Woo! Um, but she was panicking, and she was like, "I don't have any. I don't have any experience. I had one job for two years, and like, but then I've done like some internships. But like that's it. And she and she showed me the CV. And it was literally like one job, two internships, and then you realise that actually you've done a lot more relevant stuff than mm-hmm. you think you have. Oh, absolutely. And also the opposite thing of people panicking. I mean, like, I don't have any relevant stuff. And then putting everything they have absolutely. worked at the church fate For, in, when exactly. I was nine. Like, no. Filling it with way too much and lies. Lies. Because you think that's Some something lies is. are fine. But I once put in one that I um, regularly ideas. made viral videos. And my dad, I remember my dad reading it and my dad being like... No, you haven't. <laughs> I was like, when was this though? Because you two thousand and four. Oh right, like, <laughs> it was like you yeah, have done like, that since no, then. Absolutely, years ago, like yeah, so think. long ago when I first right. graduated, and it was just like at home, and I like was very much like keeping everything from my dad, who was always like, "Don't let Stop your dad, lying. let your dad help for God's sake." Like, I think that's a real defensive thing to be like, "Don't look at my stuff." Yeah, and then no, you can't because you, you know, Harry Potter CV, you, you know you that you aren't showing it to him because he's going to look at it and say you haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're lying, yeah. and I'm like they're not lies as such, as they are wild fantasies wild <laughs> of a mad woman. <laughs> no, they're not lies as such as someone lies else's CV. Lies an element of, of of malice and purpose, but this this is just a scattergun approach. If anything, <laughs> this is just nonsense. So I think that is a really important thing. <laughs> Got an anagram puzzle on one side of it. <laughs> You'd know, be like, what's this? <laughs> and so I think there's probably a reason if you, and obviously it's very personal, you don't want anyone to have to look at your CV. <laughs> So just the thought of you, knowing you and the thought of what your CV was like in 2004. I just, I wish I could look at it. Like, it would be so mad. Right, sorry, go on. Yeah, it yeah. was. Because it was, yeah, it was 100% yeah. mad. It was me guessing at what I thought people in jobs wanted. Especially like all jobs as well because you're not like tailoring it for something. Yeah, oh, like, absolutely. Oh, you know, Ext- job. I put things like extremely efficient in like Microsoft Excel, you know, I like named all the Microsofts because oh, that filled yeah. up some space. Outlook. Outlook. Word. Things I did not know what they did and I said I was extremely proficient of at course, them. Of course, yeah, extremely proficient. And so, number one, if you are hiding it from your dad, there is a reason. There is a reason. And if the reason is that you know in your heart that it's mad. Yes, uh, that uh, tip one a um do always get feedback on your cv from people who are in the job that you're trying to do yes um it is if you have a friend horrible you don't want to do awful. it it's like saying hello i've this is me yeah here i am nude would you like to assess it yeah also don't put a picture of yourself nude on your cv tip one b don't put a nude picture in <laughs> and yes that does count for frontal and back like Back isn't okay either. Couldn't put an ass in. <laughs> in a watermarked ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thought it'd be fun. Mm. Um, 
the lying thing mm-hmm. reminded me of a thing where the, a lot of people very flippantly in jobs will go, oh yeah, lie on your CV. Like, yeah, you know, just like a little white lie. Well. And then you're like, I didn't know how far, when I did start to be like, oh, you can pad it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how far to go. Mm-hmm. And then when I, when I read Gina's, she like had written all of the things that she'd done but she hadn't, she hadn't padded. And it's not bad padding. You don't make stuff up. You don't say you worked somewhere when you didn't. Yeah. And you don't say you were the manager of something that you weren't. Yeah. But for example, social media as a thing, if you have any sort of digital skill, it was worth going on because yeah. everyone just wants that. So say you did an internship at a company and you were there for, I don't know, six months. And part of your internship was to do, was to, um, to do the Twitter, that company may have been like a startup with just you and the and one person who worked there, and the tweets may have been like read by two your two followers, and it was like absolutely not on any sort of level. Um, but you put that you did social media for that company and you helped grow their platforms, and especially if that wasn't your main job in the internship, in the internship you were doing other things, and then also that they're like, also, can you tweet? That is a separate skill mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm. also grew the platforms of Name of Startup. And if you did it, like some work experience and someone was like, oh, can you go to that event and just tweet about it? You um, you worked on campaign there. You worked on the campaign. You learned how to push things out um, on a multimedia platform to lots of people. You've live tweeted. You've got experience. In that. That's an example of a lie that isn't really a lie, but it's also not fully the truth because you would look at that and be like, I just, I literally did one tweet in like a function room and it was a very unsuccessful event and no one was interested in it and no one liked or favoured it. Sure, get rid of all that. You've done more than you think. And mm-hmm. I think that was the big thing when I left uni because I was like, oh my God. I, um, I was trying to get jobs in journalism and I'd done uh, like some articles for one uh, newspaper at uni some articles for another and then tried to relaunch a website that turned out the man who'd originally launched it stole all the money I, I launched it badly and so on my CV when I was doing the journalism MA they like looked at your at my CV and was like right I mean you need to <laughs> you really need to talk yourself up more and so then that turned into like I wrote regularly for here's the list of all the, the papers and I also launched my own uh, magazine which I edited and managed and ran with a team of four they didn't need to know that those people were on board for about four weeks and were un- unreliable and didn't work and you just have to basically you just have to really sell it yes absolutely and it's an ugly nasty thing to sell yourself yes. because it is not in anybody's instinct and no. our instinct is to say oh no any person looking at it is someone whose job it is to look at people selling themselves all day so they're not going to be like oh gross you said you did a cool thing that's gross like that's yeah absolutely i think you just have to sort of bite the bullet and be like yes hello what would somebody reading this like want to hear yeah um here are the things i did yes i I'm skilled. Yes, I am selling myself. Yes, I yeah. am a good candidate for this role. Yeah, yeah. And even if you don't really believe that, you know, you have to sort of get in that mindset and and sell yourself. Yeah. You're worth a job, mate. Absolutely worth a job. I'd hire you. Uh, depending on what the job was and if you wanted to do it. Um, the, also with the experience thing, people don't know how to set stuff out. So like, often they're too long and the ideal CV is a page. But often, yes, just keep it one page. We do not need to turn over. No. Mm. Un page. Um, page, um and uh, bullet points with like, you know, the place, the job title in bold and then literally like two lines underneath of 
the most exciting and relevant thing that you did at that place. Yes. And also, like, relevancy is more important than chronology. So if, like, the first job you did had, like, vague relevance, so it should be on there because you don't have a lot to, you know, like, if you've been working in one uh, industry and then you, like, swap over, you're like, I haven't done much because I've spent a lot of time doing that, or you've got no uh, experience, then the relevant thing goes before. So, yeah, sure, you did that job in 2012 and you're going through it. doesn't matter if you did something at university and it was an actual job, but it, but you wrote for a paper and you, you want to be a journalist and it wasn't a real paper because it was a university paper, that goes above the fact that you did social media uh, at, I don't know, for Ryman's once when you did an internship. Like That <laughs> okay, I, is good there. But like, yeah, so the relevant thing should be at the top. Don't worry at, at the years. No, the, absolutely. And I think probably a worthwhile thing to practice is um, just get somebody else to go on the internet and print off some CVs, yeah, yeah, like some some actual ones. Find Harry Potter if you like, or mm. you know they can be pretend there's, there's, ones. There's like templates. Yeah, there's like there. find a template. Ideally, one that doesn't just have it in Latin, like something that yeah. has full words everywhere. That like is somebody's mm. literal CV, or get you know friend to send you whatever. Print off like however many your your paper allowance will allow, mm. and then imagine that you are the person receiving them. Sit yeah. at your desk with those ten pieces of paper. Go through them. Imagine that is your job every single day and just like look, turn the page over and like what stands out here? What, yeah. what are you looking at? Where does your eye go? And so they are not going to read every word and like go down. They're going to read like the first three words. They're not going like, what did you do in 2004, 2005, no. 2006? Oh, church fate, what's this? You know, like maybe later on down the line someone will, but at the beginning stage you just put crowbar the stuff at the top yeah this is what you've done this is why you're a good well, person well you have like your name and then you have like a sentence underneath your name that is tailored to whatever job it is yes. so say if it's a journalist thing you would have underneath there um i'd say so mine would be at the moment like freelance journalist uh looking for commissions and holiday shifts or, or like whatever you, or it might be recent graduate interested in engineering uh, with experience in biochemistry. Yeah, yeah. There we go. What an, ex- what an excellent uh, Say, example what, from what someone are, who works what you want, what you have, yeah. and it goes in. That thing in italics, that one or two sentences right at the top, ideally one, is their way of knowing that you have written that specially for them. Yeah, you want to so work for them. if you are going to Ryman's, it says Ryman's in that It says center. you are passionate about selling like, stationery. You, exactly. And that this is what you're here for. Protractor. And you're like, what? I have to write that again every time I apply for a different yes. job. Yeah. Unfortunately, you also have to look and go through your whole CV every time you apply for a different job. Sorry. Because when someone is looking through hundreds and hundreds of CVs a day, they open it, they read that sentence at the top when like people put all the GCSEs you got all the A-levels you got, all the schools you've been to, that goes at the bottom, guys. And you literally don't have to go back that far. You just put the relevant qualifications. So if that is your most recent one, fine. Your most recent two at a push, fine. Don't put your GCSEs down if you've done an MA. Like, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then it should go at the bottom, unless it's a qualification that is required. So say you've done, like, a law conversion course, that should go there, but that can go in your sentence. So it's all about like space conservation. Is space conservation? Why not? Don't know. And I think when you are first starting out, the instinct is because you haven't got anything to fill, you worry yeah. you haven't got enough experience, whatever. Yeah. Space can. Space conservation. Space conservation is not your primary. It's like, ah, of course. How do I fill the space? How do I faff this space? How do I fill this space? Because there's not enough. If that job is. You know, even if you have never had a job in whatever, there are chances are that if you are interested even a bit in that field, you have probably done something, you know, worthwhile 
ish. Yeah, that you can spin. Around it, that you can spin. Because everyone's got transferable skills. If you work in advertising and you want to get a social media job, there are things that you've done within advertising that relate d- directly to getting a social media job. Like, everyone switches careers now. No one goes, hang on, she's done that. Like, obviously, people with, there are some jobs, um, and it's always the way, that they do need experience and they do need specific qualifications. Yeah. But if you just haven't done that job before, swing your... CV so it looks like you've done things that are way more relevant than maybe you feel they are because everything everything is relevant and everything is transferable yeah and and definitely even if it's something at school that you were on however loose it is if you're on like the school debating team or you ran or you're in charge of something at school or you yeah, did this you're in a, manager or, you're in a managing position if you were anywhere like and all that stuff you're like mm, that's not that's not relevant it is if that yeah. was if that is a thing that you can show that you are good at this thing yeah yeah you have to kind of tailor it to the job in terms of content but also in terms of how it looks so like if you're applying for like um you know a law graduate scheme or a a job in like accounting or a job in like a cool startup like those three cvs will probably look different so google not just cvs google cvs cv in the thing that you want in the field and if you want to do like a have, have a cv that kind of stands out if you're doing like a job that's quite cool, like um, maybe like a tech startup or like a media position or something that will require um, maybe graphic design or like something like like that. There are, you can do like infographic CVs, which are quite common now, or you can put infographics on there. So say if you have, um, I keep saying social media, I don't know why, but like if you have uh, grown a social media platform or you, like and that's your own um, and you're going for a social media job you can show that and it's not just like a boring graph like a cool way that you can just like put it on your CV and immediately your CV looks great so there's a thing called CVgram um, Kinza or Visualize.me and if you go in there you can see how you can like make a CV that just that doesn't look like you're applying for um, an accountancy course when you're actually applying for something that's quite... If they are the sort of company that have like a slide in the office, yes. they're probably, you know, do you're absolutely do something fun and funky yeah. with your CV. If they are law, serious, engineering, yeah. accountancy... Or you're not sure. Or you're not sure, uh, to the side, of, the side of, of normal caution and just make a nice, sensible, normal one. Yeah. You don't it's, need a picture on it. It need, It's an aerial... It's in size 12. It's an aerial. It's size 12. You do not need curls. You really don't need... Absolutely. Definitely no pictures. No. Um, and if you imagine yourself in that... If it's a job somewhere down the middle that you're like, it's definitely not... They haven't got a slide, but they're also not law. Like, mm. Mm. If you imagine yourself with those, you know, you print off those 10 CVs on the internet and you have one minute to look through them and what stands out to you. If there's anything in there that has anything that isn't just words, not don't put a picture of yourself, don't put a picture of your nude ass. But like, if it is a fun infographic or something visual or mm. some way that someone has shown something they're good at or or presented yeah. their information well, like in an interesting way. if you're going for way. like a visual job like graphic designer make your CV oh, beautiful. Yeah, like, you know, because if you imagine yourself in that position, 100% that one CV out of the 10 is going to stand out to you yeah. because all you're looking at all day is these, you know, is nothing but words. So that's definitely going to stand out to you. Um, I applied to the Times uh, graduate scheme. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. And I made a full A3 front cover of The Times. That's amazing. Oh, as my CV. How did you not get on that? It blows my mind. Genuinely, that's incredible. Why didn't they have me? But that's what, like, you. there are so many instances of people doing that. And I remember 
when we I was at the debrief and they were hiring and I, like I was the HR go go through them, but then they send us examples. So some people had like done their CV in the style of a, a debrief article. Amazing, and like, that's brilliant. Amazing, that's, and if it's a creative job then do that, like genuinely do that because it will like it will stand out. It'll definitely get read. And if you don't get the job, it's not because you did that for your CV. It's because maybe there'll be... All I took away from that was like, oh, I personally am not correct for this job. Yeah. Like my qualifications or my skills or whatever yeah. are not correct for this. But I didn't say like, you know, I was like, I, there's no doubt in my mind that like I was considered and possibly that thing is like still stuck on the wall somewhere. Yeah, As an example enjoyed of like, that. don't do this. <laughs> well, no, not, I, do, not necessarily. Like, I was like, you know, I think push, put yourself out there a bit and do make, yeah. you know, something If it's a creative job. If, if it's, it's like, good. just like you do target for different jobs, target for the company. Like if it's, yeah, if it's, a, if it's something that like will require you to have a specific knowledge of a program if you do the CV in that program that's amazing you're just showing yeah, that you can do it you, you've taken their thing that says like number one we absolutely need you to know how to do this and you've said and rather than just telling them that you can you've literally shown them yeah which is a huge part of it is like rather than just saying like yeah I can do it which is just some lies on some paper you've been like yeah. here it is in terms of like wordiness when you're going through like the things that you've done it sounds really harsh but when people are reading lots of CVs I used to have experience and then I used to have skills. Mm-hmm. I p- would pad out the skills to be like hardworking, enthusiastic. Really, it's like all of those things are just hot air. No one's going to read that. The skills should just be, so say, um, I'm just using journalism as an example because I did it. Um, so I I was proficient in, in design and also, um, you know, listed the... Um, CMS is like the kind of the way that you write um, articles in different companies they have like a program in which you like write it in so I just wrote all the ones that I'd done on work experience um, and then uh, that I got an MA in journalism and then that was it rather than being like I'm passionate about writing and I'm passionate that should be reflected in the things that you've done so if you've done you know if you've written for the for the uni newspaper if you've written for the school newspaper if you've uh, if you had a, like a column if you've written for like or if you've got your own blog if you regularly tweet and you've got quite a lot of twitter followers all of those things should show that you are really really passionate so don't worry too much about like listing for ages all the things that you're passionate about try and stick as much as you can first to all the things that you have done um, and can do as practical as possible then if you're looking at it going okay this looks like absolutely nothing then go and ask someone who knows you very well or someone that you did work experience with and literally say do you mind just like looking at this and seeing if, if, if I'm missing anything then they'll definitely add like four things and if it's still not um, enough then add some of those things in but I think we, we always kind of go for those like hardworking, passionate we all would hope that you are that yeah, like ideally. no one and I think saying yeah, you're, the use of hot air is, is absolutely spot on. They're like, Steve, that's absolutely spot on. Thank you. I was just thinking then and thinking how many times I'd written I was like hardworking and could work in a team and also on my own. Yeah. Like you writing that on a piece of paper means absolutely nothing. No. Whereas... Whereas you saying, I worked in a team during my work experience to come up with brainstorm ideas to pass on to the team who did this. You're like, yes, then you're I just saying you've done it. I was also in charge on my own. I was yeah. also in charge of this campaign or whatever. Uh, and I, this is the thing I did on my own. Yeah. And so rather than... 
Yeah, in charge of just means you got told to do a job and work experience that you did. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. We're not saying like you have to be in charge of something because you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In charge just means like you were left unsupervised for a a small amount of time. And they can be of nothing. Um, So don't panic that you are not, you know, the manager of John Lewis. If If you are telling me in your CV that you work well in a team and by yourself, then show me an example of a time that you did it. I think show, don't tell is the... Is the real take home of the CV yes. experience, and it is again terrifying because you will look at a blank piece of paper and go, "The whole point is I don't know what to write in here." Oh, it's absolutely so- crushing. I it was two, two years. I I was sort of just on all the job websites, applying for literally everything. Yeah, I was so bad at it, and all this like due to the volume of feedback, we can't. I we know. come in due to the volume of applicants, we can't provide pe- feedback. So you never even that. know why you were. You know, and you'd be like, oh, here's a graduate scheme, here's this, That's why it's helpful to, to email someone, like your friend's friend's mum who's working in a vaguely similar field and be like, could you have a look at my CV and just give me any points that would be really helpful? People will always try and help people. And yes. I think that is a good way of getting the feedback you need if you're not getting it from the companies because you probably won't because so many people are applying. And and it's, it's just, it's hard, isn't it? It just is really, really hard. It's um, really hard, guys. It's really hard, but you can totally, you can totally absolutely do it. But do it. And my thing would be, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't like, be afraid to ask let people help. see your CV. You've got to have some fresh eyes on that because you are in it. You're living it yeah. too hard. Oh, also, just another tip is that if you've done work experience or you've done an internship or you've helped out a, a company, and, you know, maybe it was an actual job, job, um, or volunteer, you volunteer, and you've done like. I'm trying to think of an example that isn't journalism. Obviously, that's my only frame of reference. But you've done, you know, like lots of different jobs. Uh, you've, you've been given lots of different tasks within that job. Have a look at those different tasks you did and see if they can be um, kind of pulled apart. So sorry, but this is another kind of journalism-y, media-y example. It does work across uh, professions. I just don't have any frame of reference or anything else. But um, my sister was interning at a magazine and she uh, also, because that magazine like had like a, some sort of campaign or something with a, a clothing brand, she kind of went along and kind of wrote some articles for that clothing brand. But it was still under the guise of the, of the magazine. And she did some tweets um, at an event that that, market, that clothing brand were like holding. And so then rather than put all of that in one bullet point under the magazine she worked, and it was like, I was like, why don't you just... Why don't you take that clothing brand out and and say so you work for that you interned for that magazine you also interned for that clothing brand and did social media for them and um, and wrote online for them too that's but now you've got two jobs when you actually haven't it, it was all one thing so go back and look at the actual work experience you've done and see if you can like tease out so say if you like worked in one place and you like made gifts and you also wrote articles separate those you wrote articles and then underneath that you also created a multi-platform online content such as gifts um to push stuff out to a wider audience or whatever and that that, that they are two bullet points already when you could have had one because i think that's the fear if you're like i've only done two things you haven't because you can go back and you can maybe like stretch them out over and that's actually helpful for people reading it because they they just will read the first bit of each of those subheadings. So just then it's even simpler because for them, so they can just be like, oh, she did that, she did that, she did that. So the shorter those little subheadings are, the easier it is and the more likely it is that you'll, that someone will actually read it and kind of take it in. You've absolutely smashed your CV. Thank you. But what well, about the job interview? It's one of the best CVs I've ever seen. Thanks. Have and I've job seen a hundred CVs. See, I don't know how to do job interviews, so Tess is going to really do the job interview thing because I've only ever had one and it was fine. 
the one thing that they all said was that they thought I was mental and um, I, I tried to get a pen out of my pocket and I just kept pulling things out of my pocket and one of them was a hammer um, and I got the job on the basis of I had to do like a writing assessment they were like you wrote very well so we gave you the job we were slightly concerned that you wouldn't be able to operate in a corporate environment I'm not surprised no, no sure. part of me doesn't believe that tale no sure what did you need the hammer for? I was just carrying it around. I don't know why. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, anyway, you've smashed it with your CV. Thank you. It was so impressive. Oh, thank you. We loved all those drawings you did on it. Oh, We'd like to invite you to interview, please. Burp, burp. Hello, friend Tessa. I've got a job interview. Do you have any tips? So many. Great. Don't worry. Come on and listen. That's how we talk to each other when we're not on the podcast. Come on. Listen. Don't worry. Come on and listen. So... The first thing I've written to myself is, they genuinely want to hire you. They didn't bring you here as a prank. Yeah, that's true. They're not trying to trip you up. They are not. These people are taking the time out of their day to interview you. They're interested in you. Because they hope that you can work here. So everybody in that room hopes it's you. They all do, yeah. And you're not going to let anyone down. You're just going to go and talk because you're just going to go and talk by yourself. And they're genuinely, yeah, that's so true. They just want, they want you to be it so much. Because it's easier for them. Because then they can just go, everyone else go home. So... Number one, yeah, always believe in that. My God, believe. The second one is do your homework. So know who the company are, mm. know the thing, because chances are this is not your dream job. And we know that. And you've sent out a lot of CVs. And Val knows that. And you can't even remember what it is this one's for. And you're not going to stay very long. You're going to be out the door in a minute. But you've got to pretend, girl. Know what it is. You want to work there so much. You've got to give off the impression that you work there. Um, okay. Number three is keep that body language nice and calm. Not nude, girl. Not nude and tense. What did you need from your pocket when you were getting everything out and you got out a hammer? Oh, they'd wanted ideas for articles. Right. And I'd made a list uh, so I didn't forget them. So I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've got like... Was my, it on like a napkin or something at the bottom of your no, pocket? No, it, it was on a piece of paper okay. that I'd got from my friend's notepad because I didn't have a notepad. Right. Oh, that was it. I pulled out loads of individual celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> packets. So I'd just eaten individual oh, celebrations oh, all day. Empty. They weren't even They were empty. Oh, God. So I just looked like, what have you... And, and a hammer? So it's like, what the hell have you done with your day? Anyway. Ooh. But look, if you can do that and still get a job, then hey. So you get there, possibly outside the door, there's a number yes. of people all coming for the same interview. Possibly Absolutely. it's just you. Take your coat off, take your bag off, leave it outside the door. Yes. If you need your letter, your piece of paper with all the ideas on, or you need your notebook, yes. or you're asked to bring something or whatever, yeah. in your hands, notebook, Not pen, in your pocket, yeah. Yeah, in your hands, and you're ready. So when they say, come in, you're ready, and you just stand up. Yeah, you don't do that thing like, oh, God, Ooh, you've got to take, take your coat off, and then everything falls on the floor. Yeah, and then just yeah. like, put them neatly in the chair beside you. It's probably, there's probably a reception or an area or something. Yeah. It's not the street. Anything that you're bringing into the room is in your hands, and it should be just your notebook, your pen, your paper, whatever it is you want to bring in, or it can be nothing. Mm. Shake their hand. Don't freak out and be like, oh, "Handshakes are a bit, bit much." <laughs> so yeah, like, don't, so. don't say things about learning a lot about Tessa. Don't. <laughs> say, well, this is very much me in the early days. Shall just, we hug? Oh, just, just like things, just yeah. commenting constantly. We're all wearing shoes. <laughs> so just try. Or, or I imagine you. I bet you said once. Just happy to be out of the house in a job interview. You must a hundred percent. Yeah. They're like, "Have you come far?" And I'd be like, "Am I out though?" <laughs> Look, I, look, I did it. I got here. You know, and like, they'd say, have you come far? And you'll like sincerely try and answer that or your mouth is all like sandy and you're like, God, the M4 or <laughs> something. And you just like, you just shouted at her. Oh God, so mad. So just like try, 
not give to yourself do a thing. chance. Give yourself a goddamn because chance. Because that first bit, you'll be the most nervous. So just make sure that you have like a plan, I suppose, is what, what Yeah, you're which saying. is someone's going to come out of that room, ask you to come in. Yeah. You're going to stand up. So like, don't have the things on you to fl- fall off. Yes. Shake their hand. No, not to say anything. There'll be someone else in the room. Shake their hand. Take a seat. Put both your feet on the floor. Take a breath. Yes. Oh, I would always sit with my feet up in the air. <laughs> well, you are currently now. And I'm I know not in that- a job interview. I wouldn't have sat like this in a job interview. You might have done. Well, I mean, like, you tuck your... I just meant, like, cross, of crossing course. your legs yeah, or tucking them underneath your chair or swinging on your swinging seat, as I currently am. Swinging on, on the swing. And then uh, somebody on the on For- the Forbes business website mm. suggested that you go to the bathroom beforehand. I mean, so you don't wet yourself. But then obviously, you like, <laughs> go to the loo. But then really put your hands under the hand dryer so they're warm. And then you've got like warm, uh, sweaty hands. No, no, just warm, hopefully warm, dry, <laughs> clean hands. And don't go, because uh, I put my hand in the hand dryer. <laughs> don't say, I've been drying these for ages. <laughs> you walk in. Just, just. And I'll dry my palm in. <laughs> just. Just. Like I'm going to wee myself. <laughs> just make them warm. Oh dear. Oh god, we're having a great time over here, guys. Make your hands it. I guess it's something if you're actually a cold person that like <laughs> stop it. Stop it. I just don't think this tip is gonna be helpful. <laughs> it was number one on the floor. Dry your hands and hands. It's just like nice and toasty for the handshake. Yeah, well, the amount of people that do miss out on jobs because of their cold. <laughs> I think that if you have got clammy hands or yes, of whatever, like go and try them off. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said for being warm. Yes, that absolutely. you are like cold. Yeah, yeah. A cold, but you're not wet. <laughs> I think I'm gonna keep all of this laughing here. Oh my god, I've been god. laughing for three and a half minutes solidly. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh god. Um, right. Hot hands. I've written. That's done. <laughs> so, you're in, you've shaken, your hands are warm, your feet are on the floor, yes. you've sat, you've done a big breath. Then, don't feel the need to fill Silences. every single oh, second. No, no. When you are asked a question, the instinct is to go, well, let me tell you this! You know, <laughs> I mean, that's not everyone's instinct, I'll just pop that yes, out Yes, it is, it's yours. Oh, it's, yeah, it's mine and yours, but there's not, well, not everyone. Well, we're the only two here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I'm always. So, <laughs> when they ask you a question, when you're asked a question, it is such an instinct to immediately start talking, and then and then before you you know plow on into it, because you will look like you're thinking about it. Yes. Go. Hmm. <laughs> then carry on. You don't have to make any noise. No. You best not. No. no. <laughs> best not. All things considered. Also, if you think about silence, it's often. You know, you're giving them room to think too because they're thinking as well. So silence isn't just you're supposed to be saying something. Silence is often their thinking. Yeah, you are allowed to go, oh, um, that's a really good question rather than... <laughs> okay, can you ask me a question? I'm just going to not even say anything before okay. I begin my answer because you said, that's a good question. Let me just take a moment. I'm going to try it with nothing. Okay. Talk me through your past experience. Okay. No, yeah. Okay, so we've had a practice in the room. Yes. And we've concluded you do have to speak. Yes. <laughs> but do say, but that's you can a good just question. Say, absolutely. Or when they say, can you do this? Can you tell us about this? You say, absolutely. You can pause, but you have to signal that you're going to pause. Yes. That's the crucial thing. You can so say, my- oh, that's a good question. Let me just think 
I mean, that's the only way you can respond, really. And then pause. That's okay. That's absolutely okay. Just coming in cold with a pause no, makes you no, look stupid. Just, uh, that is genuinely what my tip was going to be. Just take a pause. <laughs> take a pause. Is that Forbes as well? Yeah. <laughs> Are you on Forbes or is it something else? No, no one likes now looking with wet hands. Don't respond to anything. Literally, don't respond. <laughs> Dearest, that was genuine tip number two. So, I guess I, I genuinely was going to tell you, like, don't say anything. Take your time. <laughs> but say, absolutely. Then you'll pause or yeah. nod or at least acknowledge that you're going to in some way respond to the question. Yes. And don't don't freak out at those pauses. Take your time. And even if in, you don't have an answer to the question Take in your water. head. Oh, sure thing. That wasn't now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like reach down yes, the water. Okay. Tell you need some water. No, I mean, like it's a, that's a good way of um, yeah. gathering your thoughts. And those, it will feel like inside, your brain will be screaming and you'll be like, we've been here for a year. Yeah. This feels like the longest time in the world. Five seconds. It's not at no. all. And the other people on the other side of the room from you are not thinking like, she hasn't spoken. No, days. because they're fully aware that you're nervous. Yeah. Everyone and they're is nervous just like, job she's taking a moment and she's going to... She's given value to what's coming out of her mouth next and yeah. she's going to think it through. Oh, yeah. Your body language, don't cross your arms, don't sit back from them, don't be afraid, but equally don't grip the table, which is what <laughs> I was doing before. Okay, yeah. And, uh, you know, don't look insane, just try and look open, like they're your friend. You know, it's yeah. all just really natural. And like, don't freak out once I went to one and I was suddenly, I'd cross my legs and I just couldn't uncross them because I was like, I don't want to draw more attention to my crossed legs. And my... You're- What's wrong with crossing your legs? Well, nothing, it? absolutely nothing. Oh, but you just, you'd I just suddenly wanted just, to right. uncross them, but I was a, suddenly so aware of them, I couldn't do it. Yes. And I felt like my knee was the biggest thing in the world. There wasn't a table between us, so it was right. just like nothing, a little coffee well, table. Just your massive knee. So our, both our knees were exposed, oh, yeah. and I just was like, my knee is so big. I just. <laughs> I remember thinking, "Wow!" And it just like, so things like that, and things like that. Can't, what? <laughs> to unpack there. So, so say if you're listening and you think your knee's really big, it's don't never worry. happened to me before. Your knee's never as big as you think. <laughs> your knee, guys, that knee is as small as they come. The thing is, too that's small. the thing is, like those th- that thought never really happened to me before, and yeah. I wasn't thinking like, "Shit, that's a big knee." I was just like suddenly so aware of yes. it. You'll you'll become distracted. You're so distracted. You're just thinking like the maddest thoughts, and that I think is just like experience, and like those will those will go, and don't yeah. panic if you start having them. So I'm, yours will be different than the knee one, but if you have another one, yeah. think. Remember that time that Tess was got a really big knee? Uh, mine's that I spit on people. Right. So I will just be like, "Hello," and I've spat four times, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, sorry, I spat on you." But in a job interview, I don't. do that no i think the spitting unless they've definitely acknowledged it spat on their mouth yeah and they've gone and flinched a man spat in my mouth once yeah you've told me the story oh i love it (laughs) what do you want from me (laughs) i love it what do you want from me great right we need some hard tips because we had to go soon there's dog shit questions there will be dog shit questions coming from them what are your biggest weaknesses tell me about a time that you worked in a team and by yourself they are dog shit questions but you're gonna have to still prepare they're dog shit questions but they will come up and you will feel a fool. So yeah. for God's sake, just prepare something and don't make it dog shit. Because like, also you, you're going you're to get questions that you didn't think you'd get. That always happens. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. But just so to give yourself a fighting chance of bedding down into the interview and like having a nice, having some sort of semblance of an okay time. Yeah. yeah. Cover all your bases. And we don't need to go through the bases because you can Google them. Literally every web, careers website has like... Strength, weaknesses. Strength, weaknesses. What do you think you'd bring to bring to the company? Obstacle that you overcame. Why do you want to work here? Um, what are you expecting from this job? Um, things like that. And then they always say, which people forget, and I 
forget and everyone forgets. Do you have any questions for us? So any just questions? Have you got to have a question? Yeah, have a question. Put yourself in the position of somebody who is an employer, yeah. and you've got somebody coming in at the end. They're just like, "No, I've got any questions." Bye. Yeah. You're like, "Well, why not?" Okay, I'm going to give you some examples. Absolutely, please. So make sure sh- they are definitely going to say any questions. And just make sure you have a question. It can be, you don't have to care about the answer. You are just saying it to prove that you know what a question is. Yes. And that you are engaged and you're interested and you have questions about the company. They don't have to be like, what was the profit turnover in 2010? Yeah. They can be, you know. Um, okay. Even, okay, so it, they, the question can be as simple as, so what are the next steps in the interview process? Which show, which just shows like an interest. Oh, in yes, that's a good happening. one. Um, what is the what, what's the typical per- career path for someone in this role? Um, also, um, what are the biggest challenges facing the company slash department right now? That's a really good one. If you've been doing a lot of chatting, you can ask them, you know, can you tell me a little bit more about the day-to-day responsibilities of this job? Um, so something about them, the career, the process... So like have like a couple in, in the back of your mind yeah, because they, they may cover it. They like, said it. Um, you're like, that's my question. Yeah. Another tip is don't diss your previous employer if you have another job. No. Don't be mean about um, their competitors. Don't be mean about um, other companies in that. Just be positive about them yes. and, your, and yourself. And yourself. Yeah. Crucially, and yourself. The very last thing is that the three C's of a job interview are what the person is looking for and what you are also looking for. Because remember that you want this job, but also you'll have to work there. You're looking for competence, compatibility, chemistry. Chemistry, are you and you this person going to get on? Yeah. You and your employer? Only 50% up to you. That's it, not a... Crucially. It's like, because you might come away being like, they were absolutely horrible. Yeah. Remember, you have to work there. Compatibility. Do you fit with their company culture? Is this something that you're into? Is this what you want to do? Yes. And again, you're both looking for that. And then competence. And then do you, are you actually competent enough to do this job? And yeah. remember that there is a famous statistic that men will look at a list of 10 skills that are needed and do a job even if they only have uh, three of them, three out of the 10. And women will wait until they have nine before they apply for a job. Yeah. And just remember that you are qualified and you can do it. Yeah. If you don't get it, that wasn't because you did a, you did a bad job interview. There's a million no, reasons. No, there's a million, 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 million going. reasons. You're amazing. We believe in you. Have a good job interview. Yes. Um, so please do uh, tweet us if you have any job interview tips or ideas for future podcasts at Stevie M. The S is a five because it interviewed and it got made a number. Good try. I thought that was quite good. It is good. Right, I liked it. Quite sarcastic. And yours, sorry. please. <laughs> Mine is at uh, Desert Coats. All letters for sarcasm. She's very sorry. Fine, look, that's actually really good. Email us as well, podcast at thedebrief.co.uk. We are checking our emails. And um, do give us a rate and a review on iTunes if you liked it. And there's some sort of chart, apparently. We need to be on it. I don't know. But um, it'd be lovely if, if, if you uh, liked it. We read all of them and they genuinely, they do. I mean, they make me so happy that we I can't them. really express it. This is the end of the interview. Any questions, Stevie? Yes. What's the culture of the company like? It's banging. Yay! <laughs> um, see you next week. Bye. Bye.